Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh football fans from all over the globe. We are back with everyone's favorite Steeler podcast, the sick podcast, Steeler Crazy. Another great win, another great week ahead of us. And Mike, we want to give a special shout out to our partnership with Brushes and Beans Cafe. Caffeinate and create a Brushes and Beans Cafe. Visit them at Four in five, four, three, two, one. Steeler Nation, we are back for another week of shows. Another girl who is killing it in the Pittsburgh sports scene as well, covering a bunch of football teams. It has her own YouTube channel, and we're going to knack her brain on what the Pittsburgh Steelers are about to do. But first, we want to give a special shout out to our partnership with Brushes and Beans Cafe. Caffeinate and create at Brushes and Beans Cafe. Visit them at 4550 William Penn Highway in Murraysville. I went there last month, man. It was just great. I got a double shot of espresso. They have a whole area over there where you can bring your kids, family uh, to do some pottery art. Uh, Just a great owner. Um, great family. So make sure you check them out. I know I'm going to be heading back there soon to get some coffee and uh, hang out and enjoy the atmosphere. That's Brushes and Beans Cafe, William Penn Highway in Murraysville. And uh, Mike, I think that hat uh, looks uh, pretty good on you. Is that a a Yin's hat with two Z's, right? Yeah, really quickly before we bring in our special guests and talk, shopyins.com with two Z's. You said it. Use that code 615 for 15% off your entire purchase at the website. we got a giveaway going on right now as well. Make sure you enter that via the website. Check us out on social media. This wonderful hat, courtesy of shopians.com. Hey, that's what we're giving away. You can win one of those. Who doesn't love free stuff? So let's run it, Shane. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Dealers Crazy. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. All right. She is a writer over at the Tribune Dem Sports, of course, as well. She's got a pop in YouTube, as you said. You can find her at Sports with Amanda G on YouTube. And find her on Twitter at Amanda F. Godsey. We're thrilled to welcome in Amanda Godsey. Amanda. Hi, guys. Nice to meet you. Nice to be on. Thanks for having me. 
Thank you. Of course. We're thrilled to talk to you. Of course, I've been covering the Steelers for a long time. Yeah, you definitely were. Obviously, uh, you know, tweeting a bunch of takeaways from training camp that we've been following. So uh, the obviously the most relevant uh, topic is the recent preseason game against the Bills, of course. Uh, just absolute clinic by the Steelers' first team offense yet again. Talk a little bit about Kenny Pickett's first drive, uh, the touchdown pass to Pat Fryermuth, and then, you know, just some positive takeaways from the offense. I just think the offense is, I think it's going to have a better year than last year. I mean, that's not saying a whole lot. Um, but just what we've seen so far in the preseason and what I saw the couple days I was up at training camp, um, Kenny looks uh, just sharper. His The ball's coming out of his hand with more zip. Uh, I had a really good view at training camp during team drills uh, on the sideline. He fit a couple balls into tight windows. One was to George with George Pickens with uh, Devontae Casey covering. One was to Deontay Johnson along the sideline with uh, Patrick Peterson covering. Both guys had great coverage, but it was perfectly placed ball. The receivers felt like they had stick them on their hands. I mean, they didn't, but like they just caught them and, it was really nice to see. And like I said, I think the balls come out of his hand with a little more zip. Um, I liked what I saw in the first drive uh, against the Bills, obviously. Uh, that's kind of what I expect to see um, over the course of the season. I think the offense will just be running a little better and just a, a little more smoothly this year with Kenny having the full offseason to work with his receivers throughout OTAs and minicamp and training camp. Yeah, no question about it. They've looked phenomenal. Checked all the boxes that needed to be checked thus far. I, speaking of stickum, it's funny to me. I think George Pickens should be tested, mm-hmm. and I say that facetiously. The guy <laughs> puts one finger up, of course, and he's uh, coming down mm-hmm. with touchdown catches. You know, can never get enough of those videos. Hopefully, that carries into the season, mm-hmm. and hopefully, the run game carries into the season that we've seen from Jalen Warren specifically. I think outside of that, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's been questionable at best. However, there's this silly debate going on right now. You've seen it. The Najee Harris versus Jalen Warren dialogue. Why can't we just have two good running backs, uh, Amanda? Why does it have to be this head-to-head battle all the time? Um, that's kind of my question. I think they they both do – I think they're both good running backs. I think they both do uh, things well. I think they're both pretty good catching passes, too. Um, I, I don't know why there has to be this dialogue that one's better than the other. Um, and I don't really think we've seen – I think the plays that have been drawn up that we've seen at Najee actually, you know, we, we've seen him get the ball this preseason. I don't think that's – I think it's been pretty vanilla and pretty, like, I think we'll see more. I don't think they're going to show us everything. And I think they also could be trying to avoid an injury because uh, he was injured last year in a preseason game So and then had that plate and – that middle plate in his shoe for, you know, half the season. So uh, – I, I don't think one needs to be better than the other. I think I think Pittsburghers should just be glad that we have two good running backs. Yeah, great it's a good problem to have. It's yeah, it's not a problem. That's the that's the funny part. It, it is a luxury, uh, no question about it. Nick Herbig was a fourth round draft pick. Speaking of luxuries, this guy is playing like a first round draft pick. He is emulating T.J. Watt out there. Looks terrific. The Steelers doing it again at outside linebacker. Talk about him a little bit, Amanda, and maybe some other standouts from the preseason and training camp that that you saw uh, that maybe aren't getting the same attention. Yeah, I actually uh, I asked TJ about what he's seen from Nick uh, after the game on Saturday. I asked him how he saw Nick progress over the course of OTAs to right now, and he said 
well, obviously, you know, he's progressed a lot. And he said he's, you know, done so well at rushing the pass, but he also thinks he's improved so much in stopping the run. Um, and I think, you know, when you have TJ Watt, who's one of the best edge rushers, if not the best edge rusher in the league, uh, saying that, that's pretty high praise. Um, other standouts, um, like I said, I, I, I like what I've seen from really – I, I'm trying to think if there's. I like what I've seen. Love what I've seen from Calvin Austin. Absolutely love. And this is what I was expecting last year. Um, I did have an opportunity to see him at rookie mini camp and uh, a couple OTAs and training camp before he got injured last year. And this is exactly what uh, I was expecting. Uh, I think he's a guy that can be just. I think he'll be a guy that won't be focused on a lot by defenses uh, until he obviously takes the top off sometime with like a you know 70 yard touchdown or whatever. Um, I love what I've seen from him. I like what I've seen from the receivers as a whole. Um, I think Deontay Johnson and George Pickens have looked really good in camp. I thought, I thought Gunner's done some good things. Um, I know people are questioning if he's going to make the roster. I think he probably will. Um, because I, I think he's had a good camp and the quarterbacks all seem to like him. Um, trying to think who else I like. I, I, I mean, I love what I saw from Corey Trice before he got injured. I feel so bad that he got injured. I, I love what yeah. I've seen from him um, before his injury um, in OTAs and minicamp, uh, before he got even to training camp. I love what I saw from him. Uh, I like what I've seen from Joey Porter Jr. Um, I, I think that this team could be really, really good. I think these last two draft classes could be uh, a chance to be like franchise-altering drafts, both, both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all good stuff. So what are your thoughts on this revamped offensive line? And speaking of Broderick Jones, when do you think that he'll be ready to start? Um, I Since he didn't start that the preseason game um, against the Bills, I don't think he'll be starting the season at left tackle. Um, I expect it will happen at some point this season, whether it happens like – I've seen speculation and it makes sense like the first three weeks, if maybe the first three weeks, cause he would have to go against Bosa Garrett and Crosby. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they would keep Dan Moore in there. So maybe week four, maybe closer to mid season, but I do think at some point it'll, he'll probably take over from more and they might have more either shift over to right tackle or be the swing tackle. Cause he can play both. Yeah, it just seems like, you know, when you go to like a school like that, people think that you're automatically just going to come into the league and, you know, perform it. You know, it takes time, just the fundamental stuff, techniques, you know, that's that's what training mm-hmm. camps for preseason and, you know, just learning the ropes. But uh, I think this was like a really cool moment. Uh, the Joey Porter, he gets his first interception as a Steeler, mm-hmm. you know, g- goes and find his dad. He goes up against George mm-hmm. Pickens or Stickums, as you like to call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, from what you saw at training camp, like how did he fare and, and what impact do you think that that has to, you know, the, to just build him up and, and make him become the player that he's capable of being? Um, he was like, from what I saw, uh, he was always one of the first people on the field. And I, uh, you know, I re- every day that I wasn't there, everyone was saying he's one of the first people on the field. Yeah. Um, Minka is a guy that's known for being on the field early and staying after a lot of people. And Joey kind of seemed to be emulating that, that uh, exactly what Minka does. He, he would be there early. He would stay after and just keep working. And I, you know, he always has a great work ethic. He's extremely talented. Um, 
And I, I almost think like it's a good, I know it came in preseason, but I almost think like it's a good thing that he got hmm. an interception against the Bills because that was the big knock on him coming out of college was yeah. he only had one interception in his Penn State career. So I almost think like it's good he got it out of the way so that we won't be talking about it in week 10. Like is Joey Porter Jr. ever going to pick off a ball because yeah. well, we've seen him do it. Yeah. And uh, someone that before I throw it back to Mike, uh, Darnell Washington, what impact can he have on this team? I mean, I'm five, seven. I was sitting there watching him catch <laughs> balls on the sideline. And I think that uh, Connor Hayward and him were running back uh, to the huddle and, you know, the, the camera guys were there and he was like, go ahead and take the picture. I'm seven foot. Uh, he's seven foot and I'm five, four. And I, I got a chuckle out of that. Everyone else did as well. But uh, just talk about the impact. I mean, he's just such a huge huge man and just, I mean, a red zone threat automatically is, I mean, maybe he can play, uh, you know, offensive line at this point. I, I don't know where he's going to line up. I just think that it's like, you can utilize him in so many ways. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've had a chance to talk to Darnell a couple of times. I'm five foot one. So okay. talking to a guy that's literally 18 inches taller. Than yeah. It's is insane. Like hilarious. Uh, Actually, on my YouTube page, I think I have a video where I think one day I forgot my selfie stick and I had to take a video of him and I'm like angled <laughs> up like this and my arms are out as far yeah. as they can. And he's still it looks like he's so much taller than me. Um, I, I think he will have an impact in the red zone for sure. I don't know how many like routes will be running. I yeah. think this year they're probably most likely to use him uh, in, in the red zone and as a blocker most of the time. I also think he's a guy that, you know, if he gets off his block and can leak out, if there's like a breakdown in a play, that's obviously a large target. It could be like a safety valve for Kenny, mm -hmm. um, you know, but I, I do think he will be um, a, a red zone threat because how can he not? There's no one uh, that can that can cover him. I, I One of the days I was at training camp, he caught a touchdown and, you know, there's defenders around him, but like there's yeah. just nothing they can do. Yeah. So I w I wouldn't want to be on the other end of that. Let's just say that. No, <laughs> no. He's 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 a very large guy. He's very, very nice guy. Um and yeah, I just think he can I think there's a lot of ways they can use him. I think they could even use him like I mean, I don't think they will, but they could if they really wanted to, like in a goal line situation. Uh, you know, they could yeah. put him in at fullback <laughs> because you know, who's gonna stop stop him? Um I I, I loved that draft pick and I think he can add a lot to this offense. I think he's like a one of one of one player in the NFL. There's just nobody that's as big uh, as he is playing tight end that can actually catch the ball. So I'm really excited to see what he can do. No question. We're hanging out here with the man of course, talking Pittsburgh Steelers. You can find her over at the Tribune Democrat as well. Tribdem.com doing some awesome work in her YouTube channel, like we said before, uh, one of the best sports with Amanda G. Uh, Amanda, Mike Tomlin at his press conference mentioned that this final tune-up against the Atlanta Falcons, you will see some of the starters as long as they're healthy. A uh, little bit of a caveat there, potentially. What are you expecting? What are you looking for Thursday night? Um, I'm expecting the offense to probably be out for one series. I know Kenny said last week uh, the plan, he was asked in the press conference after the game, the plan was always two series, even though they obviously went pretty quickly because the one was after Calvin's long punt return. Um, so I would expect one series out of the starters on offense. Um, the defense, I don't know, but I imagine like, you know, Cam, TJ, Minka, those guys probably won't play more than one series if they play. Um, 
but I could be wrong. Last year, I thought the same thing going into the last preseason game, and, and the starters played a little longer than than I think we thought. So um, I, I would imagine one series, like I said, for starting offense, at least for Kenny, probably Najee, maybe, you know, George or Deontay, too, maybe Pat. And then, you know, the big three on defense, I don't expect them to play too much. Go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, so we always just like to ask before we get you out of here. First, we wanted to thank you for coming on. Uh, just, you know, love your content and your writings and everything that you're doing and always, you know, here to support women in sports. I think it's great. We've had plenty of females on the show and uh, just love to hear all the success stories of, uh, you know, you killing it. So just keep up the good work f- first and foremost. But we just got to get from Miss Amanda herself the final Steelers record prediction. Now, this isn't going to go on like the bottom line of ESPN. It might go on the the sick bottom line. But uh, me and Mike did ours, and we we got. We, I, I won't lie, we got killed last year. Uh, but I think I think this year we're 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 going in the upward uh, trend. So I uh, just wanted to get your you know win loss on the Steelers, and will they make the playoffs? But I guess that will determine that. Uh, I'm going to go with 11 and six, and yes, they make the playoffs. As a wild card. Are they going nice. to win the playoff game? Um, I'd have to – it depends on who the matchup's against. <laughs> I wouldn't like their chances in Kansas City, but, you know, other teams – We're due for a win yeah, there, though. Think, that could be. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, um, yeah, I, I think they will make the playoffs. I just think the offense is going to be better, hopefully, if TJ can stay healthy. Plus – I just think that the depth that they've added, even an outside linebacker, like no one can really replace TJ Watt, of course, mm-hmm. but I do like what we've seen from Herbig. Hopefully with Herbig and Marcus Golden too, they can, um, both TJ and Alex Smith can stay a little fresher. So maybe they will be fresh in fourth quarters, fresher yeah. later in the season. So, um, but yeah, I think, I think 11 and six is, is a, where I'm going to pick them to, to yeah. end up. That's that's a fair assessment. I think that's where we had them right around. And then I said, in order for the Steelers season to be a success, they will more more so for Kenny Pickett year two. But you know, it's a team team yeah. sport at the end of the day. But to win that playoff game ultimately, so you know, the verdict's still out. But we're going to be yeah. week one's coming. We really yes, appreciate you it's coming on the show. Before you know it. Yeah, we really appreciate we'll have to have you back on during the season. And just tell everyone again where they can uh, find you before we get you out of here. You can find me on Twitter at Amanda F. Godsey and on YouTube, Sports with Amanda G. Um, I put out any video I take pretty much winds up on my YouTube channel. So if I'm talking one on one with a player, if I'm talking, you know, at a press conference, if I'm, you know, in a press conference, Mm -hmm. they, they usually wind up there. So cool. Thanks again for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thanks, man. Talk soon. Really appreciate it. Talk Talk to you soon. Keep up the good work. See ya. All right, Jordan, 11 and six. Uh, She's definitely probably on the higher end of the spectrum. It's funny because I remember when we did our predictions, I think I came 10 and seven. You might've done the same. And at that point, at that point, people are like, oh, you guys are really high on them. And now it's like you guys are low on them. Well, when the national, yeah, when the national media comes in and starts spewing out stuff, you know, obviously that's going to, and it seemed, I haven't really heard anything, you know, they went from Kenny's hands are too small to this guy's in the MVP race. So, hey. I've seen crazier things happen, and this is the Steelers Crazy Podcast. That's a perfect segue. 
to end this show. We thank you guys for joining us. Big once things again. coming. Big Jay stuff coming. York football. Remember, we have giveaways. Shout out to Yins. That's two Zs. Get over to Brushes and Beans and uh, make sure you subscribe. We're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff in a maybe a big announcement coming soon. Hey, until then, stay subscribed, stay tuned, do what you do. But remember, the Steelers are the best football team in the country. Shane. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.